0: I am becoming frightened. This storm is dreadful.
1: Yes, it's a bad one, all right, but one always expects bad blow in these waters.
2: You mustn't worry, Mother. The ship is a sturdy one. And Captain he is very capable, even though he is an old cray. <laughs>
1: I'm running this old spider news Buster Brown
2: gang. I got
1: kids, you got kids, everybody has got kids. But there's only one time to in me. Oh, yes, kids, Buster Brown is on the air again out here in Hollywood with Spider Ed, squeaky the mouse, midnight the cabin, froggy the gremlin. And we're going to start our program off right this minute with our story. We go back a couple of hundred years to the days of the old sailing ships Back before the days of the American Revolution Many Englishmen came with their families to the new country As did Lloyd Chatham, his wife Maud, and his son Joseph Having made arrangements for land on the new continent They embarked on a cargo ship to return to England For all their belongings However, as they boarded the ship, they were met by Captain Heath And his welcome was not a warm one now then, Mr. Chatham, I presume you and your
3: family are aware this is not a regular passenger ship. The rations are slim, bully beef, and ship's biscuit after a few weeks out.
0: We're not unused to hardship, Captain. Yes, we've spent some months in the open country of the New World here. We've roughed it rather well, I uh, think. And
3: nothing to what you'll endure aboard this craft, madam. Speed in returning to England is the most important consideration, Captain Heath. We've purchased a plantation, and now it's imperative that I return home to settle my affairs. Speed we can give you, nothing more. Appearance. Uh, uh, you call
1: Zaka.
0: Oh, who's that?
3: Oh, now, don't be alarmed. No, Zaka, you may go below. I'll call you. Hey,
1: hey what a frightening creature. He's so huge. Father, huh? Who is
3: he? That creature is Zaka. I was able to save his life some years ago in Burma. He's been with me ever since.
2: What an enormous man. He must be seven feet tall.
3: Slightly more, I believe.
1: And those tremendous shoulders,
3: great Scott. Zarka weighs 22 stone, about 300 pounds. He is solid bone and muscle and of tremendous strength. But what a
0: fearsome creature. With his huge rings in his ears and wearing that great curved scimitar at his side. Horrible.
3: Uh, Zarka is one with a very simple mind. But he's as good as ten men when trouble brews. However, have no fear of him. I control him as I do every other man jack aboard my ship. He obeys me, as must the three of you. Come to your cabin.
1: And so began the strange sailing. The strict sea captain, the fast but uncomfortable cargo ship, the odd giant Zaka, all combined to give the Chatham family fears for their voyage back to England. However, the ship sailed peacefully... And the fearsome monster Zaka turned out to be as gentle as a lamb. Indeed, he and the boy Joseph became fast friends. <laughs> good, good. Zaka likes more, more for Zaka. <laughs> no
2: more Zaka. My lips are getting chafed from so much blue playing. Let's do something else.
1: Uh. What good boy won't do? Zaka do.
2: Carve something with your knife from a piece of wood.
1: Oh, uh, zakadu, What make?
2: Make a whistle for me.
1: Ah, uh, get wood. What?
2: Why, well, that's a belaying pin. we fasten the sail lines to that.
1: Too long. Zaka, break in two.
2: <laughs> oh, Zaka, you can't break that with your hands.
1: Uh, Zaka, do.
2: Good heavens, Zaka! How strong are you? Breaking a two-inch stick of oak? I thought it were a toothpick.
1: Zaka, no much brain, plenty strong. All people make love to Zaka, but you, you know love. You like Zaka. Uh, That was Zaka like you Uh, uh. Now make whistle Good, huh? Uh. And so the boy and the strange, simple giant of a man became fast friends as the weeks went by However, even though the sailing seemed placid enough, trouble was brewing one day, the first mate, a weasel-like man named Hawkins, stopped one of the Hawkins' sailors, a man named Zolas. Hi, Zolas. Oh, Hi. Oh, yeah, Mr. Hawkins. You talk to the men? Yeah, all of them. But they're scared to mutiny. But me. well, why? Did you tell them that there's a chest full of gold pieces in the captain's cabin? Right. Tax money going back to England? Why, oh, sure. I told them, but they're bad, afraid of a giant Zarka. He is the beat of ten men. And if he starts laying around with that scimitar, we're all dead men. You know he'll do whatever the captain tells him. Oh, he takes care of him right now. He's lying dead asleep in his bunk. We'll take ten men, we'll jump him, have him in chains before he knows what's happening. Oh, but he's the skipper's pal. How about that? Hey, we goes to the skipper and swear that the big elk went crazy in the head and started the fight. If every man Jack swears to that truth, why, the captain has no choice but to leave Zaka in chains. You think the captain will believe us? I've seen the big fella fight. Believe me, before we get him in chains, there'll be many of us with our bloomin' faces mashed. The captain will believe us, all right. But remember, we all stick together. Boy. Zaka went crazy and started the fight. Now, that's our story. All right. Now, then, go get the men. <laughs> going to like this story. But now, kids, old Smiling Ed has a big surprise for you. Kids, this is it. There's a free copy of the new Buster Brown comic book, number 28, waiting for you at the school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown shoe man. (laughs) Ha ha. Yes, sir. And you won't want to miss it. There's an exciting story in there of Tanya the space siren. An exciting story of Ganga and his great bull elephant Teela. Oh boy, would you laugh when you see the story of Midnight Squeaky Froggy and me putting on a school play? <laughs> oh, you'll want to get out to your Buster Brown dealers right away. Get your free Buster Brown comic book number twenty-eight now, and pick out your new Buster Brown shoes for going back to school. But just be sure they are Buster Brown. Always look inside the shoe for that picture of the boy and his dog.
2: That's my dog Tig. He lives in his shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
1: Yes, sir. That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you know they're genuine Buster Brown shoe. Now back to our story. his wife, Maud and his son, Joseph, embarked on an English packet sailing for Britain, the boy Joseph made friends with one of the crew, a man seven feet tall named Zaka. Now, Zaka, while he was simple of mind, was the captain's personal bodyguard, and as the captain said, worth ten men when trouble threatened. And the trouble did threaten the first mate. A man named Hawkins and the other men of the crew planned a mutiny and take over the ship. Of course, knowing that Zaka, the simple-minded giant, was loyal to the captain, the cowardly crew attacked the huge man while he lay sleeping in his bunk. And though he was of tremendous strength, faces succeeded in overpowering him. Then Hawkins went to the captain with the lie he had prepared. I can't believe this!
3: I can't believe this, Mr. Hawkins. That Zaka would go berserk. He was never dangerous before, unless somebody threatened me.
1: Oh, but it's the gospel, Captain Sir. The blinking crew and myself were just sitting in the folksail when the big fruit came in and started laying about him, sir. Why, look at me own face. Roses, plenty of them. And three of the crew ain't going to get out of their bunks for a week, sir.
3: Well, I can't understand it,
1: Ockie. Well, we, Why we finally flung a piece of heavy canvas over him, then bound him with chains to hold him. Now, here's the folksail, sir. Let me open the cabin door, sir. Oh,
3: hey, oh, hey, hey, hey.
1: There he lies, sir. Oh.
3: Zarker? What is the meaning of this? Uh, well, men, who started this? Yes, he did start Doctor jumped he did. Doc, jumped, he did. Uh, well, that's did. enough for me. Put him below in irons. He'll make the rest of the voyage on bread and water.
2: But Mother, Father, I tell you, Doc is starving. For two weeks now, they've only given him bread and water. Father, you said you'd speak to the captain. Joseph. Yes,
0: your father has already spoken to the captain. He doesn't believe your story that the crew planned mutiny. Zaka has become a dangerous maniac.
2: Mother, I believe
0: Zaka. Zaka heard him say it. He wouldn't lie,
2: but he's gentle and good. Why, only yesterday when I went to show him... To see, you must stay away from him. Now, mind you what I say. But, Mother, I only took him some food. Honestly, now, Joseph, he wouldn't... do as your
1: mother says. He roars as what a wild beast when any of the other men go near him. And should he turn on you, you'd be killed. Thank <laughs> you.
2: I brought you three bananas uh, so I could get. Zaka, uh, so- mm-hmm. you're eating that banana, skin and all. You should peel it. Zaka, Zaka,
1: they won't mm-hmm. believe your story.
2: Everybody mm-hmm. believes you're insane, crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no, no, Zaka not crazy. Zaka no do bad thing. Zaka only fight when other man fight. They take ship.
0: Oh, Lloyd, I am becoming frightened. This storm is dreadful.
1: It's a bad one, all right. But one always expects a bad blow in these waters.
0: You
2: mustn't worry, Mother. The ship is a sturdy one. And Captain Heath is very capable. Even know
0: he is an old crag.
1: He is that. See, this blow is really a scorcher, isn't it?
0: Oh, terrible! The way the ship seems almost to to twist in two.
3: Uh, it does seem to be getting even worse. I'm I'm going to step out on deck a moment. All right. Here they here they back in your cabin, sir. Don't have you on deck in this blow. I can handle myself, Captain. Sorry? We've lost a lot of rigging, and the decks are fouled with lines. You'll have to go back to your cabin and remain. That's an order, Mr. Chatham. Oh, very well. I'll return. All right, men. Let's be about cleaning up this rigging. Look out. The mainmast is risking you. the camp again. Mr. Hawkins, we're shipping water in the hold. Let's lose the mains before it tips us over. We can't cut the mast loose, let's blow. Let's get off this tub before it rolls over. Right, quick, men, break out the jolly boats. We're leaving this ship right here and now. <laughs>
0: Must we stay in the cabin any longer, dear? The storm's been over for hours, and it's dreadfully uncomfortable with the ship tipped as it is.
1: No, come along. Let's go on deck.
0: Deck. Good heavens, what a sight!
2: Look, Father, the mainmast ripped loose.
1: Yes, that's what causes the ship to tip so badly. The heavy mainmast hanging over the rail has the ship nearly on her side. Cargo's probably shifted, too.
0: But why isn't the crew doing something about it?
1: Oh, I'm sure I don't... Uh, wait. Stay here. Maud, the captain's dead. Oh. He was struck down by the mainmast.
0: Oh, Where is Mr. Hawkins and the rest of the crew?
1: Maud, Joseph, I'm afraid we're in grave danger. The ship is deserted. The crew is gone. You see, the jolly boat is missing from the after deck. Well,
0: what shall we
2: do? Father, I'm frightened, really, that the ship will tip over.
1: Well, we've turned broadside to the swells, and the lurch is caused by the drag of the mains. Now, look, we'll have to cut it loose or we'll tip.
2: But, but can we do that?
1: We can try. There are several axes lying about on the deck. The men were cutting away the foul rigging last night. Oh, let's be about it, Joseph. It's no use. We've chopped all the lines free, but the mast refuses to slide over the side.
0: Well, is there no way we can shove it over the side if we all
1: push? Oh, I'm afraid there's no chance, dear. You see, when it fell, it smashed the ship's rail. It's jammed there. It would take ten men to lift it.
2: Father, Saka. Our waiter is still chained in the hold. For surely the men will not bother with him when they deserted. He could lift the mast. Joseph free that
0: maniac? Why, he'd kill us all.
3: Well,
2: anyway, how how could we? But,
3: but, Maude, we could easily enough. I took the precaution to take the, the, the ring of ship's keys from the captain's pocket.
1: The, the keys to Zaka's chains are on it.
2: Well, come. Let's free him. I know he can help us. Uh,
1: we could talk to the man at least, if he's still alive. The hold is full of water. Come along. Let's go below.
3: Great Scott, there's two feet of water in the hold. And we're shipping more. Huh?
1: You, boy, you come see Zaka. That's good. Come along. Zaka, uh, we've come to speak with you.
2: I, I want my father to free you, Zaka. Free?
1: Ah, that's good. Zaka, let like me free. You, man. Free Zaka? Yes, uh, that's that's true, Zaka. We are. But what would you do if we freed you? Oh, you know, be free, Zaka. Not bad, man. Zaka, love boy. Zaka, no hurt, never do. Zaka, I'm going to unlock your chains. <laughs> uh, you see the problem, Zaka. The main is tipping the ship. The cargo shifted, too. We want you to help us. Saka do Why yourself.
0: Oh, but he could never move that tremendous mast alone, Lloyd.
1: Saka do. You wait here. No get
3: hurt. He's lifting it. He's actually lifting the mast. Oh, I knew he could. I knew it. Watch, What?
2: No Never
1: before have I seen such an exhibition of strength. Oh, Man, you know how sail ship. Oh, yes, Saka. Thank goodness uh, I could navigate. I can handle it if we could get up some sail. Good. Saka, go pull up sail. Saka, take care of you. Good. Poor simple soul. Father,
2: couldn't we take Saka with us? I know he'd come gladly. And what is he to do now with Captain He's dead.
1: Why, son, I, I, I suppose we could. He, he would be happy with us, I know. We'll take him home, son. He's given us a chance to live again, and we will give his life some happiness. Yes, indeed. I, I, I knew you'd like that story, kids. You know, I always try to have stories that please my buddies. Hey, 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 who's who's making all that noise up there in the balcony? It's
2: me,
3: Gymnasium!
1: Oh, my goodness, kids, it's Mr. Gymnasium, the great athletic instructor!
3: <laughs> well, uh,
1: Mr. Gymnasium, what are you doing up there? Some of the lights are burned out
3: in that big theater chandelier. I'm
1: yeah, but you can't get up to that chandelier from the balcony.
3: Oh, yes, I can, Ed. Here I go.
1: Mm. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh. Why, he jumped from the balcony out to that big chandelier. Are you all right, Mr. Gymnasium? I'm
3: right, all right. Now, you go ahead with the program. I'll have her fixed
1: to a jiffy. Oh, my goodness, I sure hope he doesn't fall. Well, kids, uh... While Mr. Gymnasium is fixing our lights here, I want to tell you how you can find the name of your Buster Brown dealer, the one nearest you, so you won't miss out on your copy of our new Buster Brown comic book. Now, if you don't know where your Buster Brown shoe man is, just do this. Look in the yellow pages of your telephone book under the heading shoes. There you'll find the name Buster Brown shoes. And under that, The name and address of the store nearest you that sells Buster Brown shoes. Yes, and any store that sells Buster Brown shoes will be featuring our school day's jamboree. And that's where you'll get your Buster Brown comic book. You'll see the Buster Brown going back to school styles, too, that I've been telling you about. Oh, old smiling Ed sure wants you to see them. And then pick out your favorite style for school. So if you don't know where to find your Buster Brown shoe man, get that phone book right away and then head for Smiling Ed's School Days Jamboree at your Buster Brown dealer. Because that's where you get your free Buster Brown comic book.
2: That's my dog Ty. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
1: Yes, sirree. That's right, Buster Brown. Then we'll know. We'll know that the shoes we get are genuine Buster Brown shoes. Uh, how are you coming up there, Mr. Gymnasium? I'm finished.
3: Now, all I have to do is get this chandelier swinging, and I'll jump back to the balcony. Oh, no,
1: no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Oh, oh,
3: oh. oh
1: my gracious.
3: Oh, goodness sake. Oh, my gracious. Oh, if I didn't have big muscles, I would have been killed.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yes, you would, Mr. Jim. Jim. Uh, You better sit down there and rest a while, because I'm going to sing Little Red-Headed Doll right now. I got the cutest little red-headed doll (laughs) With a yellow bow in her hair A gingham dress she's happy to wear Just for me She's just the cutest little red-headed doll folks in dreamland ever have seen, a pair of eyes as big and as green as the sea. Oh, she loves to hear my stories, sits there looking wise, when I'm late she listens to my alibis, and if at times I hurt her, do you think she cries? Oh no, my dolly just smiles. You needn't be a fortune teller to see. I am as lucky as I can be. For the sweetest, little cutest little
2: red-headed doll.
1: He is crazy about me, yes. He is crazy about me.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah. It's time for my lecture, so for goodness' sakes, Spying Ed, don't say those words that make Froggy visible. You know, those words, dump your magic winner?
1: Oh, that isn't what I say. No? I say, plunk your magic finger, Froggy. <laughs> <laughs> hiya, kid. Hiya, hiya. <laughs> oh, no.
3: I wish you'd stay invisible, you little eight-inch demon. <laughs> well, anyway, children, today I want to tell you a few things about football. Footballs are covered with pigskins.
1: And pigs are covered with footballs.
3: Sure, pigs are covered with footballs. No, no! Oh, stop interrupting me. Now, let me explain. A football has a pigskin covering and rubber inside. You understand what I'm talking about?
1: Sure, a pig with rubber inside.
3: Now you've got a pig with rubber inside. No, no, no! Oh, that's not what I mean. Now, listen. Forget about pigs. A football has a leather cover.
1: A leather cover?
3: Yeah, the leather cover's a rubber football, which is like a stomach. It's full of air. Now, do you understand what a football is?
1: Sure, a leather pig with a rubber stomach. Yeah, a leather pig
3: with a rubber stomach. No, no, no! Oh, that's all wrong! A football is blown up. It's full of air. You blow air into it, and when you kick it, it flies through the air. And goes
1: oink, 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 oink.
3: Yeah, and go, 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 go! No, no, no! no. <laughs> oh, that's wrong! No, no, no! I'm not going to explain anything more to you. I'm not.
1: But I want to hear more about football. I my no,
3: I don't want to say more. About you. You're, you're too dumb. You get me all mixed up. I won't mix you
1: up. I won't. I won't. You won't mix me up anymore. No, I will not.
3: Well, Maybe. okay then. If you'll be good. Now, now now in football, they use a tackling dummy. And when I play football.
1: You were the dummy.
3: Yes, I was the dummy. No, 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 I was not. I played end. I was the end. Of the road. Yeah, the end of the road. I was a dead end street. No, no, no. I, I played the end, do you hear? Left end.
1: Left and what?
3: Left and right, of course. No, no. Left end.
1: Left and right, left, right. Hold on, march! This is a little villain. Well, kids, next week we have an exciting story for you with little Ganga the East Indian boy. Listen to this, kids. Listen.
0: Though some think me only a statue of stone, I am in the likeness of the goddess of Adiri. I raise you to my great mouth, Allah. ...that you may deposit there your rupees. The rupees, Ballard. Put them in my mouth.
1: Oh, boy, what an exciting story that's going to be. And, kids, in just a minute, I'm going to tell you what else we're going to have next Saturday. But first... I want to remind you again to hurry down to the big school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown dealers to get your new Buster Brown comic book number 28. Oh, there's three wonderful stories in it, kids. Tanya the space siren has an exciting adventure. And there's one about Smiling Ed and his gang putting on a school play. <laughs> oh, it's free, so don't you miss it. And, kids... While you're at your Buster Brown shoe dealers, look at all the dandy Buster Brown shoes at the school days jamboree. Good looking, grown-up looking Buster Browns. Yes, sir. And picked out especially for you by all of us here on the Radio Gang. Don't wait now. Go soon to the nearest store that sells Buster Browns and pick out your going back to school shoes and get that free comic book.
2: That's my dog, Tide. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
1: And that's right. Look for the pictures of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Yes, kids, and besides our exciting story of Ganga, the East Indian boy, Mr. Traveler, the great explorer, will be here to visit us next Saturday. And do old Smiling Ed a favor now. Tell all your pals that Smiling Ed's gang is back on the air every Saturday morning. Oh, there'll be lots of excitement around here next Saturday. So I want all my buddies and sweethearts to take time to always think of safety first. Yes, sir, Ree, I want my whole gang to be here safe and sound next Saturday. And now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? Yeah! Oh, that's wonderful, buddies. Don't forget church and Sunday school and be listening next Saturday. When you hear hi, kids, come a running. I have to gang the bus around. Now i did a